Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, a Tales from the Crypt retrospective brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 6, Collection Completed. Sometimes when he starts laughing, it, it like it doesn't start to come out. Like he's his his throat is so dry and dusty. Yeah, it takes a take, lot to get the engine. Take twenty three <laughs> for that. <laughs> They're just like leave it in. I wonder. I'm curious to see if when we get to the later seasons, if he just cackles maniacally every time he laughs, or if it's always like this. It's only the the maniacal laugh once an episode maybe or just yeah. for the intro yeah that's his bread and butter though that laugh oh man welcome to another episode of cryptkeeper's coffin this episode is the last episode in season one a very short season one episode six called collection completed starring my boy m emmett walsh and king dale's lady what's her name <laughs> mrs roper <laughs> Mrs. Roper herself, Audra Lindley. Audra Lindley. That's right. That's right. She, she's such a sweetheart. I felt so bad for her. In this. I know. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, this is the show where we uh, watch an episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt. And sometimes we'll look at the original source material from EC Comics and we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it makes us feel better for uh, about 20 to 29 minutes per week, Dale. It makes us feel like reconnected, you know, mm-hmm. to those horror. Uh, can you hear that? There's fireworks outside. No, I can't. Yeah. I think this is the, I think they just invented fireworks this summer, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> there is a, there is a, man, there is a, a, an underbelly on that internet. Oh yeah. You, you break into that and you will uncover some stuff about fireworks. Oh boy. It's scary. Underground firework networks. Yeah, there's like I don't know some deep seated conspiracies going going on with fireworks oh, God. right now oh, in, this, never in mind. 2020. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> never mind. Let's get back to this silly crypt keeper. So, who directed this episode? It was oh oh it's um what's her name from uh, uh Pet Cemetery fame? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. It's not coming to me. Mary Lambert. Mary Lambert. (laughs) Mary Lambert. Yeah, Queen directing this episode. Man, what a showing. What'd you think of this one, Dale? Just off the bat. So let's let's say off the bat, I have a whole lot of feelings about this Mm -hmm. episode. Um it's a it's a it's a twenty nine minute banger. I Mm -hmm. mean this this fully exploits that half hour HBO get, gave to them yeah. for an episode and it uses every second available to it 
what's interesting to me is 26 minutes of it was a complete setup. Oh, yeah. Comedic in ways, very comedic. It's probably the funniest episode, right, so far. Yeah. Um, Audra Lindley bringing it, obviously, but uh, M. Emmett Wash was, I mean, just king. And it was so interesting that um, M. Emmett's, it's last, he retu- he retires, he's forced retirement. And yeah, I, so I you asked me what I thought about it. <laughs> Yeah. I I thought it was a great episode. Cool. Great cool. Tales from the Crypt episode. It's it we're we're rising up. I don't know if they save this one for last for the last one of the season or what. Yeah. Um it wasn't as it didn't have like the spooky overtones to it. Like it didn't have this heaviness through it. Like you knew yeah. something was going to happen all episode, especially when they show, you know, the silver hammer at the beginning, but it didn't, you know, get heavy until the very end. You know, it didn't get crypty. It had a, almost like, I mean, it was about to like like an older couple, but it with like the music they put in, on this episode, it almost felt like a like a Leave It to Beaver <laughs> kind of like feeling it had, like you know, just like kind of jaunty music and just suburban life. Total, you know. First day a man stays home in fifty two years. <laughs> this is the calamity. Like this is the this is the fun that you know is had uh, staying yeah. home. Like everything that happens to him, he's just irate with his wife, and he's like biting into the cat food and stepping into the bathtub full of fish, and it's just like <laughs> wah, wah, you know, slipping every... on the uh, isn't he slip on a dog bone or something and falls? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really funny. Yeah, this episode was written by Battle Davis, great name, Randolph Davis, and A. Whitney Brown. And I know A. Whitney Brown was like a big SNL writer for many, many years. So mm. I have a feeling that's maybe that's where they they brought the comedy chops on on this episode. Um, I read I read the uh, the story first from Vault of Horror twenty five, and I was not looking forward to watching this episode because. Oh. Dale, I think you and I, you know, I think we're both in the, we're we're cat lovers in the uh, Bat and Spider headquarters. Here. Oh yeah, love our cats. Yeah, and Jonah, the main character, the the husband in the comic, is much meaner. Like like his like the him getting into taxidermy it happens really quickly, and he like is like it's like this slow build up of him starting out with like a mouse. <laughs> That he catches and then gets a squirrel and then a bird and and he like moves up and it's like, yeah, it's really deep. And I was just like, oh God. And you know where it's coming. Like they're much more focused on the cat in the comic as like uh, a little meow meow. So you know it's coming, but I was like, oh man, I don't want to watch this. But but it was very funny and watching M. Emmett and and Audra just, my God. They were just, you talk about professional Dale. You know. Oh man, Chuck, you said it. They put on God. a clinic. They mm-hmm. literally like this is what you know. They've been in the business for forty years each at this point, and they are yeah. bringing the game. Yeah, they're changing the game. This is what we do. This is what we do. It was masterful. The timing, the uh, the facial expressions, the interaction <laughs> between the two and the cat, or, 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 the animals, not the cat, yeah. just all the animals. 
like M. Emmett was just amazing at being an old curmudgeon who couldn't stand one second for being in his house, especially realizing that all this time his wife has been occupying herself, taking care of animals and talking to them and, and befriending them. He was so good at being that, like an old grouch, an old man grouch. Like he, like when he would like bark up at, at, his wife and like start yelling at her. Like I would, I would physically like shrink. Cause it, like, I felt like I was like in the neighborhood and I like walked <laughs> yes. through the grouchy old man in the neighborhoods. Like I walked through his yard and he's like yelling at me and I'm just like, Oh God. Yeah. He's so mad. Like anything you can do to just not draw his attention. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, as yeah. soon as something is just wrong in his periphery, yeah. he's going to call it out. But in an irate snaps. way, he, Ugh. it was it was amazing. So good. And the neighbor, like the <laughs> like that tight oh, shirt wearing neighbor is just, he is so funny because he is just trying to keep the peace with uh, talking to Jonah. You know, he barely sees Jonah because Jonah's been at work six times, uh, six times a week for 52 years. Yep. And uh, he is just trying his best to keep the peace with that permanent smile on his face. But... He oh, knows, like, man, Jonah is trouble. Like, he, but he's gonna keep trying because he's oblivious neighbor. Yeah. So I get, I get. You can probably gather the basic setup of this is Jonah retires after what, like, forty-seven years as a, I think, a tool salesman. Yeah. So he he comes home and he's got this like silver hammer that he got as like a gift, um, for retiring. He's not happy about it, but. He's retiring, right? You know, and then we're introduced to his wife, who is uh, she's obsessed with animals. She's got tons of pets in the house, you know, birds, fish, cats, dogs. These are my friends. Must be costing a fortune. I can't believe I worked forty-seven years just to shell out for every mangy cat and dog that hungry enough to be your friend. You think I could feed it? They keep me company. They're all I've got. Now, what the hell is that supposed to mean? All right, so I've been a little busy the last 47 years. I just didn't have time to sit and gap with you night and day. I had a living to earn. Now, 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 now. It isn't that important. Just eat your breakfast. They even have a a bulldog named Jonah. She named after his husband, (laughs) Jonah. And he's he's not happy when he finds that out. I don't know how he didn't know before that. I know. It's almost like... He like him having a job for forty seven years, like he was literally like on the moon. Like <laughs> yeah. the amount of stuff he didn't know about his house and his wife is insane. How but I how, loved it. Yeah, exactly. It. it was it was uh, a <laughs> they painted a picture where he was not even, you know, in the same realm of existence as her. I guess he just came home and ate his dinner and went to bed and just did that routine, yeah. you know. I love and I love I love how quickly that like they like go through the anxiety of retirement like like the very first morning he freaks out because the alarm didn't go off yeah. and he thought he was late for work and he started yelling at his wife and she's like no you're retired sleep in he's like oh yeah i can sleep in and then he just gets angry he's just <laughs> he's just like i can't sleep in yeah i gotta do something <laughs> And then there's like a 10 minute scene of them in the bathroom and he's got a poop, oh. but he, she's not getting the hint and he's like embarrassed. He's like, do you need me to spell it out for you that I need some uh, privacy? I need to sit down. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm going to take my bath. Now? Bath? In the morning? 
course. It's okay. I don't mind if you're here. Well, couldn't you take it later? I always take my bath at this time. God damn it all. You have to make me say it, don't you? All right. I have to sit down. All right. I'm embarrassed now. And now I'd like a moment or two of privacy, please. Oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. I'll leave. I need to sit down. What the most polite way of like an older couple who's never like probably once farted in front of each other. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he's like, I need to sit down. <laughs> and the way he's just squealing and whining in his tone is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he turns into a little boy. It's amazing. Yeah. That scene, they should have won. They should have both won Emmys for that bathroom scene. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It was so good. Amazing. They bonk their heads and they're both brushing their teeth. And they go to spit. <laughs> and he drops it. So much happens. He's like, yeah. like they, they brush their teeth, bonk their heads. Emmett drops his glasses into the toilet. Yeah. She starts to take a bath and he's like, I got to take a dump. <laughs> She's like, it's okay, amazing. I'll leave. I'll just leave. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. It's her routine too. You know, he's, she's got a routine yeah. and he's encroaching now. Yeah. And then they cut right to breakfast and she's cooking up a big old steak. And you're like, oh, that's nice of her. Yeah, he's so excited. Cook up some some steak for breakfast for Emmett and he sits down and she gives the steak to the dog. <laughs> One of the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and then puts like a little like a mini box of cereal in front of him in a bowl. <laughs> he is just flummoxed. He's just like this is begins like this yeah. is what the treatment get the animals get around here and i you know i'm bump kissed mm -hmm. at this point i'm paying for all this yeah all this food so he's like it must be so expensive <laughs> um so yeah he's having a rough time and his great friend comes over he keeps giving him like like model battleships and boats and like little models to do and he's just he just keeps throwing them on the pile <laughs> he's like yeah i can't wait to start this one and then he just puts it in a pile with every other model and the neighbor's just like smiling the whole time <laughs> and he's like but he's like i'm gonna dive into his yard work and there's a great scene where he's talking to his neighbor and pruning that that bush and he's just he just keeps pruning and pruning, and he it's just naked yeah. by the, the end of the scene. Yeah, it's just like trunk. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's I, as soon as he stepped out into the yard, I knew it was a soundstage, and oh, I was like yes. here for it. I was like, this is oh my amazing. God. This is what we need in our lives right now, yeah. to know that this is a soundstage that looks like a backyard, and there's like a bird chirping like, audio. Yeah. You could hear like the reverb in the room. Yeah, like, he knew it was a stage, yes. and you could see the the you know the neighborhood in the background was just a, like a backdrop. It was awesome. Yeah, it was so good. The yard was just like probably like a bunch of mismatched sod they probably wheeled in, right. and laid down. Yeah, we were just watching. Uh, my <laughs> wife and I were just have been rewatching like episodes of Bewitched, and there Samantha's out mm. in her yard, and it's probably the same grass that was used in the, yeah. you know scenes of bewitch in their front yard in the soundstage <laughs> so yeah so i mean yeah that's the it's just like it's him being annoyed by all these animals in his house and finally he decides okay he's gonna get a hobby and he finds the perfect hobby and he sort of keeps it from his wife yeah um but he gets all these supplies to do taxidermy mm. and it's pretty quick like i mean it's this is like the last like i don't know four minutes yeah. of the show yeah it really is 
that all of a sudden most of the animals in the house are now stuffed and in the basement. <laughs> and like the weird reveal, it's like the one dog he sets up in the backyard and he has like a remote control that make the eyes light up, like glow. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so weird. Was weird. I mean, you taxidermied the dog. That is violation enough, right? I mean, that oh, yeah. is psychotic but then you just put in light up eyes in his where's eyes were that was just yeah like it it was weird that was weird and it was vindictive like he's like he knows what he's doing he knows he's ruined he's like gonna cause his wife to have a psychotic break oh no yeah doubt. he's like right he might as well he's like just, rubbing it in her right. face oh yeah, yeah absolutely he might as well have just killed her outright i mean because yeah. and it's and it's funny it's not as funny the word it's the whole thing is played so comedically that you can't tell the amount of malice in his voice i mean you can see yeah. he says things with such hateful tones but but audra lets it roll off her back so easily that you don't know you don't have a sense of where all this is going to end up yeah like when she sees that dog like she's upset but it's still not like yeah like she's still not breaking but yeah because she's she's very good at playing like the you know the the classic housewife where she's like you know trying to please everybody and take care of everybody but yeah but once she gets down in the basement things go south and oh yeah and she's looking for her prized cat she's looking for her beautiful mew mew which is basically the only animal she doesn't see stuffed and (laughs) uh old emmett well first emmett has that weird i love this choice i want to know whose choice this was but do you remember when he was standing amongst the hanging rabbit carcasses and like stroking them on his face what was that about (laughs) i was like whoa that was such a (laughs) that seems so out of character yeah it did it did and then he like picks up this like chocolate labs head that's dangling Ugh. off the bookshelf or something that looked so real yeah i know i mean that I was crazy it's horrifying yeah. and he's just taking in all the chin making jokes about it like uh yeah, yeah. piece of shit that he is you know what i mean and uh mm-hmm. it's just driving mrs roper to i mean it's yeah yeah and she's like, where's Mike? Where's Mew Mew? I think, does she even run upstairs looking for him? Yeah, I think so. And she like looks, she 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 sees something like under the, the bed, but it's a like a stuffed raven <laughs> that makes her scream. <laughs> and she can't find him. So she runs back to the basement and he pulls the cat out of the basket. Mm. It's still alive. The cat's alive. Yeah. Um, but he's like, he won't let her touch it. He's stroking it. And he starts describing how he uses chloroform because it, it's uh, it's not a, a mean kill, so their muscles don't get tensed up. Oh. And they, <laughs> it's this horrible line. I'm gonna put it in here because I, <laughs> I clipped it already. It's yeah, disgusting. it's a horrible line, and it's like <laughs> somebody who's familiar with taxidermy definitely had input on what. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it was, it was just just. Gross. Yeah. I believe in using chloroform. Doesn't shock the system. Muscles don't tense up, and they pull away from the bones like butter. You're not going to kill that cat! Nina, no! But old Emmett has, Jonah has his uh, his retirement award, his silver hammer mounted above his workbench, and mm-hmm. he pushed her too far, and she, she grabbed that mallet, and she whacked open his brain. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line, I mean, she just goes, starts yeah. hacking. Starts hacking. 
And they don't really show anything, probably because the uh, epilogue scene was the big sort of show <laughs> right. know, that maybe you didn't expect to happen. So, at, you know, after you hear the thud of her cracking his skull, uh, it cuts to, who knows, some days, weeks later. She's in the living room and we see her talking to Jonah. We don't, Jonah's kind of obscured, but she's, she's like, it's so nice to have a man around the house. <laughs> and uh, that great neighbor comes over. He's like, I wanted to see how Jonah's doing. And she moves and she has taxidermied her husband. <laughs> so in his face. it's so funny because it's just <laughs> like clearly the most amateurish. I mean, we're talking about a human that was taxidermied, but yeah. she went just, she did the best she could, right? For somebody who's never taxidermied anything ever in her life. And mm-hmm. she, uh, she basically taxidermied him, but she had to cut off his face to do it. And, and then she had to stitch his yeah, face back on him. with like his fake eyeballs with no eyelids. I mean, it was so crazy, <laughs> but it was so great. Yeah, great visual, great visual to end that episode and the the whole season on the first yeah first season of Tales from the Crypt. Wow, yeah, that was a good one. I'm 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 glad we went out on a bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had uh, we had season. a little bit of slump there near the, uh, you know the yeah. middle middle-ish part but yeah this was great i mean the two actors that were in this were just superb and um God. it was a great story I was, uh, yeah i was surprised how old mm at walsh actually looked in this like yeah i mean this is 89 and he, he looked he looked way older than like i'm used to seeing him right um, he's a, but he still had he's it. still eternally that age how about the size of his face and head it's it was unbelievable like just the proportions of his face are so strange. Yeah, there's no one. No one looks like him. That's what they call a uh, surface area. He's got a lot of surface area. <laughs> his face, even with you know the uh, even with the sideburns, always there. There's still a lot of skin and and face. Yeah, good for M. Emmett. I mean, he's Amazing. still doing stuff. Is he? Yeah, he's still he's still alive. He's knives oh, out. God, which are you kidding me? The righteous gemstone. How old is he? How old is he? Does it say? I'm looking it up right now. Oh, he's 85. 85 years old. Wow. So he was like 31 years ago? 41? 31 31 years ago, yeah. God, so he was only in his 50s. That's insane to me. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Oh, and the uh, I read the comic. It was by, oh, I forget his name, but he signs his work ghastly. He was like the one EC artist who hmm. had a, a a fake name he used to sign his work. And yeah, like I said, it's pretty much it's pretty much the same, but it's very short. They don't have the neighbor coming over. It's it really cuts to the chase, and it's more about the buildup of him. Like it's pretty quick. He gets the taxidermy supplies, and he starts wow, uh, like going through the neighborhood, you know, starting with small animals and working his way up. Um, <laughs> but the wife doesn't find uh, this, out until the end. Oh no he he shows her everything. Oh my gosh. Like he brings the mouse. like there's a panel with him holding like a plank of wood with the mouse skin stretched oh, out. Oh jeez. And he's like, "Look Anita, now I have to dry it and tan it." Then and she's like, <laughs> freaking out. And there's no hammer, so we don't have like that oh. that like thing. Uh I think she just she picks up one of his like taxidermy knives. Right. There's probably enough slices them. I mean. Yeah. And he does in the comic the cat is taxidermied. <gasps> 
And that's why I was like, I was like, no, I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> so in the comic, um, was he just as mangled when she taxidermied him? Oh yeah. So the last panel is him. He's like got this like wooden brace under his <laughs> neck, I guess, so he can be standing up. But he's like, you know, he's dead and limp. And his face does have. It looks like there's some sewn up uh, oh. on his face, but not not as like crazy and exaggerated as they yeah. did in the uh, in the show. Great art as always, lovely to look at. Some good cat drawings too. Hmm. That was uh, episode six. We got one season in the can already. Look at us go. So next time we're gonna do uh, season two, episode one, dead right huge first episode in season two folks uh demi moore oh jeffrey my. tambor if we're if wow we can mention his name i'm not sure <laughs> natalie nagulich of course <laughs> troy evans obviously this is directed by howard deutsch oh yeah he did um only sin deep oh before Along with, I think, Steve Dodd, who may have wrote that. He definitely, we've oh, definitely cool. seen uh, Steve Dodd before. Yeah, he's written some stuff. I think that about wraps this sucker up. Thanks for listening, you crypt creepers. Um, we'll talk to you next Thanks time. Thanks for listening, folks. Good night. Kiddies.